When Stephen Sondheim died in 2021, he was widely regarded as brilliant but an acquired taste. The creator of such musicals as Into the Woods and Sweeney Todd was beloved by critics and fans, but his shows often lost money because regular theater goers didn't know what to make of them. Critic Bob Mondello says that in the short time since his death, audiences have figured Sondheim out. It's a hit! It's a hit! The hottest ticket on Broadway at the moment, judging from what people are willing to pay for it, is Stephen Sondheim's notoriously troubled musical that goes backwards, Merrily We Roll Along. Your spirits have a need improving, you can drop it any night for free. Its original Broadway run was a flop, and it has never entirely worked before this, but it's currently playing to standing room crowds and standing ovations. The hottest ticket off-Broadway is Here We Are, the musical Sondheim was still working on when he died. Also playing to capacity crowds, his penny-dreadful horror tale, Sweeney Todd. Attend the tale of Sweeney Todd. And on the road, there's a gender-switched revival of Company that was the last show the composer-lyricist saw before he died. All of these revivals were less successful in their original runs in the 1970s and 80s. As I've caught them, I can't help thinking how pleased Sondheim would be, pleased and a bit surprised, no doubt, and wishing I could hear him talk about them, especially the new show, Here We Are. And then I discovered I could. I think the idea is to do it in the spring of 18. D.T. Max interviewed Sondheim several times in 2017 and 18 for a New Yorker profile that turned into the book Finale, Late Conversations with Stephen Sondheim. Sondheim was working at the time on what would become Here We Are, or at least on its first half, based on the surrealist Bunuel comedy The Discreet Charm of the Bourgeoisie, about three couples searching everywhere for a place to eat. There is a complete score, but I want to add and tweak it that I Second act, there's a complete draft of the book, and I've just begun the score. Max had recorded his in-person interviews on his cell phone, and while the sound quality isn't all you'd wish, the conversations are. For instance, this about how a producer's stray remark decades ago planted the seed for Here We Are. It stems from a remark Hal Prince made in a cab once. He said, you know, if we were looking out at night, coming back from the theater or something, I said, you know, if the dominant force of entertainment is eating out because all the restaurants were lit up and that's what people were doing they weren't going to the theater they were eating and i didn't immediately think oh that would make a musical but somehow on seeing discreet shots. what he put to music and his usual witty lyrics was the frustration of diners perpetually being told they will not be getting food or even coffee don't tell me that you we have, have no, no mocha then just a decaf we're also latte, out of lattes what? we do expect a little latte later but we haven't got the latte latte now. I'm still feeling my way because it isn't the kind of tight story that something like Sweeney or Merrily is. There are six main characters and they interact, but there's very little plot. All right, then tea. There's plenty of plot in his other shows, almost too much sometimes. Back in the 1980s, audiences got confused by the time-going-backwards thing in Merrily We Roll Along and couldn't keep the characters straight. The original production tried to clear up who was who with T-shirts saying things like Best Pal. The current production has a better trick. It cast Harry Potter's Daniel Radcliffe as the Best Pal. Easy to keep him straight. They're always popping their cork. I'll fix that line. He's playing a budding writer of musicals in the 1950s 
50s and 60s, exactly what Songheim was back then. It relates to my life. It's not about my life. It relates. No, you're not serious. Nobody's ready. Apparently somebody canceled a booking. The composer said that remembering the frantic, gotta put on a show craziness gets him every time. I always cry at the climax of opening doors. We're worrying about it on Sunday. We're opening doors. Singing, here we are. Singing Here We Are, and Here We Are four decades later with his latest show called Here We Are, feeling like a sort of victory lap. The man who wrote a song and a book called Finishing the Hat never finished that second act, but his legacy is secure at this point. He talks in finale, late conversations with Stephen Sondheim, about feeling low energy and old-fashioned. The kind of music I write has nothing to do with pop music since mid-50s. Reminded that he's widely regarded as a genius who altered an art form, he deflects, citing Stravinsky, Gershwin, Picasso, and saying he doesn't belong in their company. But he may have been the only person who thought that. And anyway, it's not up to him. Posterity gets to decide who belongs in the genius pantheon. And with stars and directors clamoring to do his shows and audiences embracing them as never before, the early verdict is clear. Stephen Sondheim's work, all of it, is a hit. It's a hit. It's a palpable hit. I'm Bob Mundell. Only even runs a minute. At least it's a wedge. It's the theater and we're really in it. Not just a